Welcome to the Yogi Fuel Podcast, the podcast that's all about up-leveling your health, your practice, and your consciousness. We'll be taking the ancient wisdom of yoga and Ayurveda mixed with modern science, having conscious conversations with spiritual thought leaders and alternative health professionals, and sometimes just me sharing my own experiences and knowledge to support you on your spiritual journey. I'm your host, Melissa Singh, and this is the Yogi Fuel Podcast. All right, guys, this week with, you know, all of the stuff that's going on, you know, coronavirus, COVID-19 related, I wanted to share with you a little bit from an Ayurvedic perspective about, you know, what's going on and not anything to actually do with the actual virus or, you know, like keeping your immune system strong. I want to talk about you and keeping you strong and keeping your mental, emotional, spiritual, spiritual well-being strong amidst all of this chaos um, because it can be quite intense. Um, So I want to share with you a little bit about what's happening from an Ayurvedic perspective. Like what is all of this, you know, chaos that's happening? What does that look like? How can we use the language of Ayurveda to explain and understand what's happening and then give you some suggestions on how you can stay calm and grounded and how you can sort of rein in that anxiety. Um, And I want to start by validating and acknowledging anyone who is experiencing anxiety in this time. Um, I consider myself someone who's like, you know, very well versed in, you know, handling their anxiety. This is literally what I do for a living. (laughs) And I'm experiencing anxiety. I'm experiencing quite a bit of anxiety amidst all of this. I mean, we're in India. We are not, you know, at home with our family. And every single day it feels like I wake up and I see something in the news that's like, I don't know if the word is triggering, but it feels almost like a jolt of like anxiety or fear gets injected into me. And it's been really challenging. And so I've had to work extra hard and be super vigilant to, to rein it in and to do the things and to maintain the practices that I know are going to help me to stay grounded, to keep it all together. And for the record, because a lot of you guys are sending me DMs and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for all of the love and the words that you guys are sharing, because if you're a regular listener or you follow me on Instagram, then you might know that we're in India right now. And originally we're from Canada, so we're a long way from home. Uh, we're not in Kansas anymore, as they say. And uh, a lot of you have been expressing, you know, concern and asking, like, what are, we, what are you guys going to do? Like, are you coming home? I know that the Prime Minister of Canada has, like, expressed um, concern that he thinks all, you know, travelers abroad and Canadians should come home. And we honestly don't know. <laughs> this is the current conundrum. We don't really know exactly what we're going to do. Um, there's definitely, like, anxiety on both sides of the coin, and it's definitely something that we're, we're looking at and we're considering, and we really, like, at the, at the crux of everything is the concern and the health of our daughter, who is too and adorable and so cute and sweet. Um, so that's what, that's what we're, we're considering. So we're considering both things. Is it safer to stay put? Is it safer to go home? We honestly don't know. <sighs> so as soon as I know, as soon as we've made, like, a decision, I mean, really, at this point, too, I'm kind of rambling, but I'm going to finish this. But, I mean, we are really playing it day by day because it feels like each, you know, each moment, and this contributes to a lot of the anxiety, right, is, like, in each moment, there's, like, new information. There's new, you know, intense measures being put in place, which are awesome, but also can cause a bit of anxiety. So, anyways, I'm going to rein it in for a second. And, like I said, I want to share with you guys a little bit about what's happening right now from an Ayurvedic perspective. How can we use the language of Ayurveda to understand what's happening? And then how can we use that language and that, that understanding to create a bit of balance. And then I'm going to give you some tips on things that you can do to, to just create more like grounding energy in your life right now and to help keep you sane, especially if you're in, you know, like a self-isolation situation. It can be super hard. 
Um, so I also want to say as well, I'm going to be doing more um, lives in the Beyond the Asana Facebook group, just giving you guys more resources, more meditations, more recipes. If there's anything that you need, I would love, I honest to God would love to know what it is that you need from me. What would be really helpful and supportive for you right now? So feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook, or you can send me an email to melissa at yogifuel.com. I want to know what I can do to support you. Um, cause I've also got a lot of time as well. <laughs> so might as well use that time to support you guys in, you know, in whatever way I can. So anyways, I'm going to rein it back in and I'm going to talk to you about what is really going on right now from an Ayurvedic perspective. So Ayurveda uses the language of the elements and we can use the qualities, the gunas, and we can use the doshas essentially to, to explore and explain what is going on right now. So what we have happening from an Ayurvedic perspective is a lot of movement, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of shakiness, a lot of anxiety. This is primarily very Vata and very Rajasic. And if you've listened to my three-part mini series on, you know, anxiety and what underlies anxiety, it's just that it's a Vata imbalance and there's a whole lot of Rajas, a whole lot of movement. Nothing feels certain. Nothing feels grounded. Nothing feels stable right now. And if you are someone who struggles with anxiety as it is right now, you're probably struggling more. And even if you're someone who's like got it under control, you might feel you know, like pulled in by all of that movement and you might not feel super grounded. So one of the things that I always, that I coach people in within the Yogi Feel Method, the first thing that we, we go into is this idea of the qualities, right? So there are 20 qualities of opposites. So we've got hot and cold, we've got light and heavy, et cetera, et cetera. There's like 10 of them, like I said, 10 opposites. So in total 20, and we can use these qualities to describe anything that's happening. And the, the secret sauce of Ayurveda, giving y'all the secret sauce, is that like increases like. So qualities of a like nature will increase one another and opposites will balance. So when we look at what's happening right now from an Ayurvedic perspective, we are all over the place. Everything feels like it's a hot mess right now, right? Our minds are up in the air. There's all of these thoughts swirling around. People are friggin', you know, taking toilet paper off the shelves and being all crazy <laughs> and, you know, things feel super airy. They feel super all over the place. There's all of this movement. Literally day by day, things are changing. Nothing feels constant. Nothing feels grounded. So what's so important right now is that we bring these grounding, nourishing qualities into our lives in, in all areas. Okay. And I always talk about this in the sense that we can bring in grounding, nourishing, kind of warming. It's also cold. It's cooler, kind of cold, wet, very kind of kapha, becoming kapha. Anyways, in the West, um, it might be a little bit cooler. So we want to bring in that warmth. Even the weather right now is in a transitional period. We're in this transitional period. And what we want to do, like I said, in all areas is bring in that grounding quality. So when we look at our food, um, and I mean, this might be a thing, I don't know what's happening on the shelves in the West, but with what you have, we can bring in a grounding quality to those foods. So having warm foods versus raw foods is hella important right now. That warm, grounding, nourishing quality in food is actually going to help and ground your physical body, right? And this is one of the first things that we work on from an Ayurvedic perspective is shifting up the foods that we eat because the foods are going to build up our physical body and our physical body is this vessel, right? It's the vessel for our mind. So we do want to make sure our body is strong and that it's well nourished so that it becomes this really strong container for our mind. So if you can, as much as you can, make sure that your food is, is cooked, that it's warm. We can use warming spices like cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg is an incredible spice that's not only warming, but it's actually very calming. Um, and I actually wasn't going to go over this, but we can talk about a couple of herbs that might be really supportive for you right now. 
One being Prami or Gotu Cola. Um, if you have if it's available to you, it's very safe generally for people. I'm not going to give you like a recommendation on dosage because I don't know who's listening to this and I don't know your health history, but um, you can read the the back of the, the bottle and generally speaking, it is safe for most people. So you can take like whatever the recommended dosage is on the bottle, little disclaimer, and ashwagandha. So Brahmi is going to support our nervous system. It's going to support our mind. It's going to create more... <sighs> more calming, more relaxation. And ashwagandha is an incredible Ayurvedic sub- supplement that will help us to deal with stress. Because in addition to the anxiety, there's all of this stress that's happening about, you know, jobs. Maybe you're stuck at home with your loved one <laughs> and you're irritating each other and you feel stressed about that. So that's going to be an incredible supplement that's going to support you. That being said, I do want to say for the record, supplements are called supplements because they supplement an already healthy lifestyle. So doing your best to eat whole foods as much as possible. Don't be hard on yourself and really approach the food perspective from um you know, the mindset of, okay, I want to keep my digestive system good and clear. I want to keep my body strong, not anything to do with these rigid rights or wrongs, um, you know, eating whole foods as much as possible if it's available to you and then using supplements for what they're designed for, right? Because ashwagandha and prami aren't going to be super helpful on top of a really poor diet, um, you know, no practice and you're being super unmindful and you're binging, you know, all of this like news content. They're not the magic pill. They're going to like, you know, help you step it up a notch, but they're not this like magic formula that's going to um, take the place of a regular practice and some of the stuff that I'm going to talk about now. So nutrition is one thing. However, something that can be really important, and I think you've probably heard this a lot, but I'm going to reinforce it for you, is sticking to routine and ritual in your life. Routine and ritual, again, one of the first things we focus on in the Yogi Feel Method is like grounding yourself in a ritual and in a routine especially in a time like this when your routine, your normal routine might be thrown. Maybe you're a yoga practitioner and your shawl is closed. Maybe, you know, part of your routine was getting up and going to work, but now your office is closed. Uh, Maybe you didn't have a routine. Maybe you have, you know, struggled for a long time to maintain a routine. And now what semblance of routine you did have is gone. So we want to start to get into the habit of, you know, cultivating some form of ritual and routine to help keep us grounded. It's this constant that we can bring into our day. And if you are struggling with a routine, I do have, um, and I think I might actually run it throughout this thing. So tell me if you guys are into me running another live five-day Ayurveda challenge. But at the beginning of the year, I ran a five-day Ayurveda challenge, which was basically a five-day challenge helping you to cultivate and bring in Ayurvedic ritual into your life. So I'm going to link that in the show notes. You're at home right now probably anyways. So what better time to create more routine and ritual and start implementing the habits of Ayurveda into your life than now. So I'm going to link that for you guys. I highly recommend that you go and watch that if you're someone who struggles with routine. And if you do have routine, try and keep as much semblance as you can in this time. And it's not that your routine has to look exactly like it did before. It's like try and just cultivate little practices each day that are going to keep you grounded and consistent. So my next suggestion is to practice movement. And many of you guys listening probably have some form of a yoga practice. And if you're an Ashtanga practitioner, I highly recommend that you commit to a daily home practice, whether that looks like you do your entire practice or it's just sun salutations or whatever it is, you should move daily. Um, This is going to help to keep your body strong. It's going to help to keep your mind clear. It's going to have to help to move out some of that nervous, anxious energy, right? Vatas need movement to help sort of move that energy and to help also create a grounding energy. Pitta doshas need movement to help sort of like stoke and keep contained that pitta fire. And kaphas need movement to help them to um, 
keep from being stagnant. They need to move and get things moving and get things grooving. So movement is good for all of the doshas. Ashtanga Yoga Primary Series is an incredible practice for all of the doshas. Um, and if you guys are looking for support around this, if you guys are interested, like, please tell me, I really want to use this podcast episode as an opportunity to get some idea of what it is that you need. Do you need support with home practice? Do you, would it be helpful for you for Vikram to, you know, film some different practices? Do you want more guided meditations? Cause my next suggestion is to do meditation. Um, so please let me know what it is that you need from us in this time. And we are here to, to help you and support you, but doing a movement practice every day, even if it's not asana, a walk in nature. I know that we're doing this social social isolation thing or social distancing, whatever it's called. But if you're able to get out into nature um, and just go for a walk, that would be really helpful. Any type of movement, whatever it is, is going to be really helpful for you. My next suggestion as well, like I said, is meditation. Take an opportunity each day to get quiet and to focus your attention and your awareness on something other than the coronavirus. Um, I'm going to be posting some meditations regularly. I'm thinking of hosting, you know, some online meditation groups so that people just have, you know, that level of connection. Um, But it's important. It's important that in these times when our awareness, which is one of the most important tools that we have to us, when our awareness is being pulled out and into all of this, you know, I don't want to say negativity because I think it's important that we remain aware and informed about what's happening And while that's important, it's also important that we come back to ourselves. It's important that we take some time each day. I heard this from Eddie Stern, but that we take a moment each day to focus our awareness, to concentrate that awareness and to just sit in our own being. Because in that space of beingness, we are just effortlessly like perfect, right? We we tap into that, that truth of who we are. And for me, that's been super helpful. Those times in meditation when I'm just sitting and I'm concentrating and I'm focusing and I'm in that place, it's like anxiety doesn't exist anymore because all that is, is my awareness. So fucking beautiful. So if you can do that and you can practice, you know, daily, even if it's five minutes or 10 minutes, uh, my tip to you for meditation is um, don't just sit down and try and empty your mind. That's not going to (laughs) happen. That takes years and lifetimes. Maybe we want to sit down and we want to concentrate and focus our attention and our awareness on one thing can be a mantra, can be your breath, could be your body, could be a flame, could be the picture of a deity, anything, but you want to concentrate your awareness on one thing. The idea that we should sit down and empty our minds is going to make you feel like you suck at meditation, okay? So when you sit down and whatever it is that you focus on, give yourself permission that your mind is 100% going to wander and the practice is bringing it back to that point of awareness every time. So it doesn't matter how many times your mind wanders, it's going to wander. You're going to bring it back to that point of awareness. So now saying that, I want to share with you two things that I love to focus on within my meditation practice. Uh, and we can call it, you know, two different things because we can focus on our breath or we can focus on like a sound or a mantra. So pranayama, which is the the control of our breath, but really the control of our life force and our energy um, on a really sort of fundamental level, it is focusing on and controlling our breath. And this can be really helpful. So we can do two things. We can just observe the breath without changing it which can be very grounding. It can connect us to ourselves and we can control the breath and we can intentionally, intentionally, did I say that right? We can intentionally modulate the breath to create an impact on our nervous system to deepen our inhalations, deepen our exhalations, to create and to 
move our nervous system into from fight or flight mode into a state of rest and digest or, or more ease. And so especially in this time, I would recommend that. And it's as simple as deepening your inhalations to account of four, deepening your exhalations to account of four or five or six, whatever works for you. Um, if you are struggling with anxiety, now is not the time to do crazy breath retentions that might cause more anxiety. Now is the time to just simply deepen your breath, inhalations, deepen your exhalations, and use it as an opportunity to modulate the nervous system. And the last thing I want to talk about is mantra and the power of mantra in the context of supporting us through what is going on right now. Because what's happening right now is we're being inundated from everywhere with all of this information and all of this fear. And like I said before, it's important that we're informed, but we're being inundated right now with all of this stuff about coronavirus, coronavirus. And what that does is it comes into, imagine that your mind is like your digestive system, okay? It goes in through your, your manas, gets filtered through, you know, some different systems, your buddhi, and it gets stored in your subconscious, your chitta, okay? So right now, many of us are walking around with these chittas that are filled with like coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. And in the back of our mind, what we're thinking is coronavirus. It's just on the brain all the time. So... I like to think that mantra is like kitchery for the mind, okay? It's going to help us to sort of cleanse the chitta um, with harmonizing, purifying sattvic sounds. And so this could be a Vedic mantra. Vedic mantras are very powerful in this sense. They're quite cleansing. Really anything that we take in through our sense organs, right, is going to nourish or not nourish the chitta. So in this time when there's so much that's coming in, so much toxic stuff that we're taking into our mind, we want to do what we can to, you know, put in other good stuff. So you can listen to, and I shared in my Facebook group, Beyond the Asana. I'll link it here as well. One of my favorite mantras, the Gayatri mantra. You can chant it, you can, um, you know, listen to it, have it on in the background. I totally get it. If you're a mom and you, you know, don't have time to do like 20 minutes of japa in the morning, I get that. Um, so no worries, you don't have to. Even having mantra on in the background is really powerful because it still comes into our awareness, right? Um, and so you can use, like I said, the Gayatri mantra, or you can start each day, right? Really grounding yourself and creating a mantra or just, you know, a phrase that you want to repeat to yourself over and over again. Maybe that mantra is, I am safe, I'm okay, I'm healthy, I'm abundant, whatever. Whatever your mantra is, I'm, I'm going to leave that to you. But having some you know, phrase that's going to support you throughout the day that you can kind of repeat when you're feeling anxious. I've also been um, repeating, Shiva, 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 Shambho, Mahadeva, Shambho. Um, we were just in Rishikesh and this mantra was repeating over and over again. And it's been, it's in my chitta. <laughs> so when I'm feeling anxious, I find myself walking around chanting that mantra and it's been super, it's just been wonderful. So I'm going to, I'm going to link that mantra in here as well. Um, but in talking about that, you know, idea of mantra and how things are impacting our chitta, I want to, you know, also advise you to do what you can each day. Yes. To stay aware of what's happening, but to be mindful of what you're fueling and feeding your mind. Are you continuing to feed your mind the quote unquote, you know, junk food and really indulging your mind with, you know, going down the rabbit hole of this coronavirus stuff and, you know, fueling it with all of this, all of this fear? Or are you, you know, appropriately, you know, staying abreast of what's happening 
And then using your sense organs to bring in more sattvic and supportive and nourishing impressions, whether that's sound, whether that's your sights, like go outside and look at a tree, you know, go look and, and you know, connect with your family. Like how are you fueling your, your mental health in this moment and in, during these times? So that's what I have for you on all things, you know, Ayurveda related around coronavirus. I didn't really want this to be about like, use this herb to support your, you know, digestive system. Um, yes, it's important that we keep our digestive system healthy. Um, but really that's quite simple compared to what it is that, you know, we need to do from the perspective of keeping our anxiety and our mental health in check. So eat real food, eat as you know clean and good food as you can, put some spices on your food and you're probably good. But the more sort of pressing issue from an Ayurvedic perspective is how are we supporting our mental health? How are we supporting that sort of mental system and creating ritual, having daily, you know, a movement practice, having a daily meditation practice, using our breath, using mantra, using our words. These things can be super, super powerful. So I hope this was helpful for you. And again, please reach out to me if there's anything you need, if there's any resource I can provide you with, if there's anything you want me to talk about or share about or anything, please let me know because that's what I'm here for. I'm really here to support you and I want to help you in the best way that I can during this time. So again, you can shoot me an email to melissa at yogifuel.com. Shoot me a message on Instagram at yogifuel. You can feel free to join in the Beyond the Asana Facebook group. Um, I'm going to link that in the bio, the bio, it's not a bio, <laughs> link that in the show notes here as well. So you can join into, you know, all of the stuff that I get up to in that group. I'm really planning on sharing tons of resources there, meditations, you know, going live and just, you know, helping people through this. So <sighs> yes, take a deep breath if you're, you know, feeling the feels with the anxiety, if you're feeling the feels with all of this stuff, if there's any uncertainty, just take a deep breath, implement some of the really simple practices that I've shared with you. You don't need any, you know, it doesn't cost anything to implement these things and do not hesitate to reach out if you need anything. All right, that is all for now and I will see you next week. Bye.